When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Woo. Uh, should we do a little music news? What do you think? I'd love to. Okay. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. Can we listen to the Miley Dolly song first? Yeah, I wonder, I'm curious how this will sound because we were talking earlier this week about how Miley's voice has developed this rasp and this grit to it, and Dolly's voice decidedly different. And so when I think Wrecking Ball, I I want that grit. Yeah, me too. I think if Dolly were doing the harmony on this song, it would be crap. Beautiful. I'm going to download that. I think I'm. I've, it's been a minute since I've done an Insta download. All right. Huh. All this tells me is we need a hard rock version of Wrecking Ball from Miley because yeah. that sounded amazing. Yeah, Miley, I really do like. She's good. Her voice. Mm-hmm. And again, if you go back to Hannah Montana, you would not have forecast this kind of a voice in the music industry that we yeah, get from she's her. She's got it kind of. Do you remember? Um, oh, what's her name? Total Eclipse of the Heart. Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. She's kind of got that vibe oh, going boy, on. Oh, she could really cover that song. Yes. I'd like to hear a Miley Cyrus covers album. Has she done that? I don't think so. That'd she be should, cool. though. Because I like... She's done, like, Joan Jett songs. I well, think she's her, done a Dolly song. Yeah, her version of Jolene. Yeah, is, exactly. So good. Is so good. Um, so that's great. Yeah, the, the Dolly portion of that, we love Dolly Parton. Yeah. I just that's just not her jam. That's you said not, it was a little shush. There was some shushing. There's, there's some there. shushing going on. Or right, a little bit of shush. I came in like a ball. Should I shine? There, yeah, a little, little, sure. little breathy at some time. Yeah, I mean, too. I, I mean, her voice right. is is like an angel. The weird it thing really of is. the chorus was though, Miley came in harmony, and then it went back to a Dolly line, and then a harmony. Yeah, I, I wish it just would have all been that. harmony. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? The opening felt very much like a fairy godmother in a Disney movie. Absolutely. I thought this was like a Disney musical. Ab- it, that is exactly what I was thinking, Mike. I was like, I could see her with a little wand. Right? She's got yeah. a tool. Like a tutu. Yeah, that's all I'm getting. And Miley's curled up in the corner in ratty clothes. Yes, and there's like sparkles coming down. Okay, I mean. All right, that's fine. It's fine. Nothing but to man, see here. big fans of Miley Cyrus's voice, though. Oh God, she's so good. My word. Um, hey, maybe there aren't as many Swifties as we thought. 
This is a thing. Apparently, uh, according to a new poll, only 23% of Americans identify as Swifties. And only 23% say that they are members of the Bayhive. I don't, I honestly know like two Beyonce songs. I I just, she's never been on my. You ran in country circles when, when Beyonce was blowing up. Yeah. You were in the world of country. And I, I liked a lot of alternative country during that time. I was listening to a lot of stuff out of Texas, like the gritty stuff, different than mainstream country. I just, it, yeah, just was never on my, my radar. So the, this poll, though, I think, you know, it's saying only 23% of Americans are Taylor Swift fans, only 23% are Beyonce fans, only 12% claim to be fans of both. But I bet you this is less indicative of, you know, Taylor cooling off or anything like that. I think it's maybe twofold. A, it's kind of fun to be contrarian when somebody's really high on top. So if you had a sure. pole in front of you right sure. now, you might say no because you're not as into it. You're not wearing bracelets and all that right. kind of stuff. But I think also, particularly in the music world, you probably would find similar percentages for a lot of big artists because music is so polarizing. It is so, yeah. so subjective. And listen, her her audience is mostly women, right? I would say... How do we know they're not pulling a bunch of guys? Do you want to file this under bunk? We have a few spaces left in our bunk drawer. I think I do. All right. I the think study I do. goes into the bunk drawer. All right, drawer. great. Uh, oh, your daughter saw the movie. Oh, yeah, she saw it last night. What'd That's she right. think? Um, she thought it was really good. good. I mean, it, it was. she went with a, a couple of friends, and they, you know, dressed up and did bracelets. She Fun. got some bracelets. She said there wasn't as much standing up and singing as she thought, thought. there would be. So she wanted there to be a little bit more. So she said, because that would have made it feel a little more like being at the the, right. the tour. Um, but still said it was great. And and I think Lou was particularly entertained. Lou went to sort of the adult chaperone for it and was particularly entertained by um, an adult woman who was standing and dancing hard. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That so she said me. that that was pretty enjoyable to see that. You know, there's a people watching element to all yes. of this. And yes. so that woman was like, hey. I'm out here. I'm having a good time for the next two hours and 40 minutes. So kudos to her. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we also have another char- uh, new yeah. music. Charlie XCX. And Sam Smith. They teamed up. And once we started playing this this morning, we were like, well, this makes us feel uppity. Yeah. I, it's good. I can't remember what it's called. I'm watching a poop ad right now. She's going to. What do it, you mean a poop ad? Be more specific. Uh, ResetDigestion.com. There's a lady on a toilet and she's like talking to us about poop. How is this framed? <laughs> is this a full body shot? Um, here, I'll show you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> is she hunched over? Yeah, she's hunched over oh on the toilet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think we're getting a little too comfortable in this world. You know what <laughs> I, I mean? I, I don't think, think we need fair. to be talking about this. We don't need to see bears in a toilet toilet paper ad wiping their butts with crumbs of toilet paper stuck to their butt. Yeah, it's like okay, cancel Charmin. Charmin's canceled. You're canceled. One week in the penalty box. That's right. Here's Charlie XCX and Sam Smith. The song is called "In the City." In the city is what it's called. All right. All right. We'll take a break. Um, when we come back, I did not plan it this way, but there is an interesting Uber Eats report out today. This has nothing to do with my problems with Uber Eats, um, but it was interesting about some of the strangest. Food combinations they see, some of the most common. And what do you think the most common? No, 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 I don't want that on my order. 
Oh, spe- like is. a special order. Like a okay. spe- specification that people make. What's the most common one? We'll tell you that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Steve for the Canopy Group. You know, for the last few years, I've been telling you about the Canopy Group. They've got 16 companies. They have 40 professionals. They've really revolutionized the home and auto insurance marketplace. So they've got a little challenge for you. Call your current home and auto insurance agent and have them shop your insurance with 16 different companies. And then say, hey, on top of that, just provide me with the top five companies. You might hear a very long pause. Why? Well, because most agents only have one company that they work with. So they can't do that. Furthermore, these agents are counting on the fact that you're not going to shop around either, right? Who wants to shop around for insurance? Nobody. Well, the Canopy Group does. They want to do it for you. You don't got the time, but they do. They provide you with the best results from their top five companies. They, yes, in fact, have 16 to choose from. They're only going to show you those with the best coverage for the best price on your home and auto insurance. You can start saving today when you go to thecanopygroup.com. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. We're talk is fun. Am I right? So true. No disagreement here. Hey, do you uh, know why you ignore me during commercial breaks? You were just reading out loud through emails that I had already read, and you were going through them pretty fast. And you were answering yourself. I don't know if you always hear that you answer yourself, so am I supposed to then say yes after that? I was just checking. I listen to everything. But earlier, I I was like, Steve, Steve, hey, Steve, hey, Steve. I know. I had my headphones on. I was finishing an email. Mom. You tell me I don't respond to enough viewer email or listener email, so I was responding to an email. And then when I got off, you essentially gave me this Stewie of, hi. There was no payoff. <laughs> no, I, w- I, w- I was telling you about a documentary that I think you should watch. Do you want to tell the fine people? I told them yesterday. That documentary is called Beckham. What if I just watch the movie Bend It Like Beckham? Similar? Not the same. Oh, This is a fantastic story. I will, I listen, I will watch it, but did I say this the other day? I went to log on and oh, it yeah. said, you are no longer a part of this Netflix household. Mm, and then tough. I posted that picture on Instagram. I mean, I must've got 50 people that sent me DMs saying happened to me two months ago, happened to me four days ago. I'm so sorry. I mean, everyone's going through it. You're not going through it yet. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't. Well, the same reason that I didn't. So are you... The jig will be up when the jig is up. Who pays for your Netflix right now? Say their first name. Mary. Josh pays or paid for so mine. Do you, is it at the point where you do have to be inside the, the home? Yes. Uh-oh. But they're doing it... Ran, not, I don't know if it's randomly, but... You, a little at a time. I would just say, if you are a Netflix barnacle... And you've attached your little body to the bottom of that ship, and mm. you're going along for a free ride. Okay, it's it's coming. They're coming from for someone you. on the other side. Let me just say this: don't take it for granted. Okay, <laughs> I'm not. That's gone. why I'm watching all this stuff. I know. And so I was like, oh, I want to watch the Saint Paul Saints doc. I want to watch the Beckham doc. And then I was shut out. So then I went and started looking for stuff on Max. Don't say Max. <laughs> Was Mike here when that happened? No, that was Holly when we were trying to figure oh out God. the name of the, the are, redheaded character from Stranger Things. People yeah. are sending emails just going, worst segment ever. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Steve wouldn't let me look it up. And it was... 
We just had to we talk had it to out. wonder, Mike. We had to. We forced our brain. Our brains. If again, if we would have had a live PET scan or CAT scan or whatever the brain <laughs> yeah, scan yeah. is, this thing would have been lit up like a Christmas tree. If we would have Googled it, another piece of our brain just would have fell right off. Would have evaporated. You're right. What we did was good for us. And bad, bad for, for the you. listeners. <laughs> that's kind of the that's kind of the theme of our show. I know. I'm like, this is very not entertaining. I saw this uh, come out of Uber Eats. I went on my Uber Eats rant earlier today. Thank you for listening. But they just released a new report, which includes a list of the most popular special requests when people order food for delivery. The most common, you already know. You looked it up. I didn't. I thought you said it earlier. I did. Oh, yes, I did. I know what it is. Mike, have you seen it? I have not seen it. Okay, so what would you guess is the most popular Special request. Special request like from just specifically Uber Eats? From Uber, from Uber Eats, and it's people more common than any other say, oh, but hold the blank. Oh, hold the... Uh, Think polarizing foods. Polarizing foods. Things that, uh, oh my. Things that come with it. That you're like... Mm, pickles. Good guess. Good guess. Okay. I would have said like dressing on the side. Okay. I would have maybe said hold the mushrooms. Oh, uh, sure. But it's sure. hold the onions. Oh, okay. No onions Love is it. the most popular special request. Dressing on the side is second. Oh, it is. Okay. Yes. I did not look that deeply. Followed by ranch. Then people want extra soy sauce. People ask for it to be spicy. Sauce on the side. No lettuce. Lettuce is often just a joke. No, lettuce, you want crunch. No, get the, it's often wilty. It's hot because it's been steamed oh, inside yeah, of the bun very the often. The only type of lettuce I think that should be like on a burger is iceberg lettuce for the crunch. It does. Yeah, yeah, that is the You know what's garbage? What? Arugula. I knew you were going to say this. You, <laughs> it's you, garbage. Such a campaign against... It's pointy. It's what is that? Whatever it is, it's terrible. All right. It's pointy. You can't get it on your fork. It's yeah, you, a, whenever I see that on a salad, I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the taste. It's it's the, the shape. Texture. The shape. It is tough to fork it. You do have to fold it over. It has to be double. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in and, order to fork it properly. And then if you're on a date, you're like, okay, I, I'm just not going to eat this. Okay, let's maybe shelf that as being a concern right now. Rude. Well, no, you're not, you, you're actively not dating. Wow. You said you're just very comfortable. I t- said, are you on Bumble? Would you like me to set you up with someone? You're you're like, no, I'm on the casino tour. I'm fine. I just want a foster dog. That's all I'm asking. Um, some other things from the report. The most ordered items, French fries, garlic naan, pad thai, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Garlic what? Garlic non. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, that is a, like a, uh, it's very popular in Indian cuisine. It's like non, a, a, a like butter. N- non bread. No, oh, not like butter. Okay. Wait a minute. Let's go back. Wait. Okay. I'm thinking of the green, that other stuff. Not Nobody green. tell her. No. Wait. Non is bread that you dip into something. Yes. Right? Yes. What is the butter like substance that starts with a G? You're thinking of ghee. Yes, queen. <laughs> yes, ghee. I love it. Uh, the most popular delivery combos, burrito bowls with cheese, french fries with salt, chicken sandwiches with shredded lettuce. Back to the lettuce. The most unexpected food combos, according to Uber Eats. Steak with jelly. Nope. Cottage cheese with mustard. Nope. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. What? That's a common. I do that, yeah. In I what? love mustard. I do too. Wait, so you're putting it on your on cottage cheese? Yeah, milk. for sure. So you had some, usually if there's like cottage cheese, I'll put mustard a lot of time on my veggies. So broccoli, cauliflower. Okay, that I so can see. if you have, you know, your broccoli there, your cottage cheese next to it and your protein next to it, I'll just put mustard in between the two of them and kind of do a little mix and dabble. Wow. I mm-hmm. think one of the best places to keep your cottage cheese is in a garbage can <laughs> because of how <laughs> terrible it is. Um, let's uh, see. Condensed milk with avocado, seaweed, and pasta sauce. Okay. No. And butter with pickled onions. That sounds good. No, not pickled. I like pickled onions. I like pickled onions, but not with butter. We're going to play a game. 651-641-1071. If you want to play, call now. College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. Hey, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. That's where my buddy Mike Bryant practices, specializing in personal injury law. Here's the deal. If you are injured in an accident, it is so important really important to have someone like a Mike Bryant, if not the man himself, on your side. Someone who is going to fight for your rights. Uh, I've watched him argue a case. He is absolutely amazing when it comes to presenting a case for recoverable damages, uh, not to mention for pain and suffering, for emotional distress. If you or someone you care about is ever in a situation like this, God forbid, um, Here's the deal. Remember the name Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Don't sign anything before you talk to an attorney for a free consultation. You could set that up with Mike. Uh, He and his team can help identify your damages and calculate how much your case is worth. And this is going to provide you, you know, with a lot of insight. You'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hi, welcome back. Thanks for listening to Donna and Steve. That's us on My Talk 1071. Don't forget, you can follow our show on Instagram. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You can? Yeah. I believe the last post is of a smoothie that Donna made during the original juice cleanse. <laughs> oh, you mean my on my Instagram? No, page. I don't. I mean on the Donna Steve show. Oh. We have our own Instagram page. Oh, we do. We're followed by. And brace yourselves. Three people. 1,700 people. Oh, wow. Um, pretty good. This our last post, and we promised to post by decade. <laughs> our last one was May 8th of 2018. Okay. Donna, the caption read, lunchtime, parentheses, two for ones, 
And then it was a green smoothie that you had made. Oh, I love that one. That was so good. The one before that was a bunch of groceries that we had purchased. Very expensive, by the way. The one before that was, boy, things change. Things stay the same. Donna rubbing magazine inserts of perfume pullouts on her neck. Rude. I'm just saying that's what it was. <laughs> All right. Follow us on Instagram, please. Yeah, please Thank you. don't. All right. Um, the Big Zamboni's here. Let's play. Time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. The big question for Steve is whether or not Matt Belanger was able to represent him yesterday and get the victory. Come um, on, baby. Spoiler alert. No, it wasn't. He didn't. He, he did get one answer right. He got like one. never wins. None of the villains ever win. And it's so funny because his neighbor called. Yeah. And chose me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, a deep offense. I think his exact words were, I would normally call in for the neighborhood pride and try to go with Matt, but I want to say, suck it, Steve. Yeah. That's literally what he said. That is. So he chose you to spite me. Correct. Correct. Son of a gun. That's because that guy's probably team Matt, because Matt's always probably meeting up with him at like little bonfires in the neighborhood saying, you know, I'm gunning for Patterson's job. <laughs> He's yes. planning to see that whole city block That's probably just can't take me. Uh, today is the twentieth uh, of October. It is International Chef Day. Okay. So today we're talking about chefs oh. and pop culture. Uh-oh. Some real, some fictitious. Oh, no. And we'll find out. And we've got Christine on the line to play with us. Oh, hey, Christine. Hi, everybody. Hi. How Hi. Are you? Hi. Christine. Wow, what are you, you doing sound today? so vibrant. What's happening? Well, I'm working, can't you tell? Of course, we hear the clickety-clock and oh, yeah. yeah, the Zoom Filing. is on mute and all of that. Very good. Um, yes. Where? What, what town are you calling us from? I'm calling from the very tippy-top north end of Brooklyn Park. Okay. Oh, so what are the you just... tippy-top. What are you just south mm-hmm. of? I am just south of the high school. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were just saying the, the tippy river. top of Brooklyn Park, so I was like, oh, what did Brooklyn you get Park so close to? It's like a really long, skinny town. Oh, oh. must be it's nice. Braggadocious. Yeah, here. I live in a short, fat town. Of Me Chasco. too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Chrissy, it is time for you to decide who to team up mm-hmm. with, Donna or Steve. The topic: chefs in pop culture, some real, some fake. I think I'm going to go with. My girl Donna. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yes. done. Wow. Wow. Chrissy. In an abrupt turn of hurt. events. Wow. Oh. She started with us. She a... was like. <laughs> wow. Okay. All, All right. right. Yeah. We got this. Christine, right? We got this. Yeah. Yep. Christine. All right, Steve. Sorry. That's why she didn't pick you because you called her by the wrong name. Christine uh, is going to go on hold. Steve's going to step outside and we are going to play. It's a College of Pop Culture Knowledge International <laughs> Chef Day. Are you ready, Donna? Yes. All right. Let's get it started. Here with this one. Hungry folks mobbed the restaurant Vesuvio in this TV series and were likely greeted by owner Artie Bucco. Sopranos. On the TV show Friends, this friend was the chef. That is Monica. Before Gordon Ramsay dominated food TV, this Iron Chef was credited with hosting 36 shows from the early 2000s to now, including Boy Meets Grill. I 
I don't know. We've but got 15 seconds. Emerald Lagasse? I'm going to let Christine help out with that one. All Boy right. meets what? Boy meets grill. Boy meets grill. Oh. 36. Ho- this Iron Chef was credited with hosting 36 shows from the early 2000s. All right. Chris- All right. It's otherwise the guy with the hair. All right, Christine, we're pulling you back up there. You heard her answers. Anything you would like to uh, change or give more details on or hear again? The, the first two she nailed. I think the last one's Bobby Flay. Okay. You want to change it to Bobby Flay? It's up to you, Christine. You have to yeah. tell it. Okay. Yes. Okay. She's going to change it to Bobby Flay. Got All right. It. We're going to get Steve back in here. Right, Steve. He goes here so he comes. far away. Like, just stand close by, right? It would Come be on, easier buddy. that way. Yes. Just right outside the door. Maybe. So I don't have to yell. Mm-hmm. We do enjoy it, though. You calling Steve back like a dog is something good. we enjoy so much when playing this game. Went pretty quick. Did pretty well. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah, it's, you'll be fine. Okay. All right. Let's do this, Steve. Okay. International Chef Day. These are all chefs from pop culture. Some real, some fictitious. We'll start with this one here. Hungry folks mobbed the restaurant Vesuvio in this TV series and were likely greeted by owner Artie Bucco. No clue. On the TV show Friends, this was the friend who was a chef. Ray Monica. Before Gordon Ramsay dominated the food TV world, this Iron Chef was credited with hosting 36 shows from the early 2000s to now, including Boy Meets Grill. Mm. Is that what's his face? Um, yep. You know what I'm talking about? Jada De Laurentiis is Bobby Flay. Okay, anything you'd like? Uh, Artie. Uh, Artie Bucco. Hungry folks mobbed the restaurant Vesuvio in this TV series. Happy days. Okay. Sunday, Monday. All right, let's run through these answers here. We'll start with that second one. You both pre- felt pretty confident on the TV show Friends. This was the friend who was a chef, of course. That's Monica. Yeah. Nice right. job. Nice job, both of you. Thank you. Go on to the third one. Before Gordon Ramsay dominated the food TV world, this Iron Chef was credited with hosting 36 shows from the early 2000s to now, including Boy Meets Grill. And uh, Donna couldn't come up with it. She said Emerald, which was a great guess. I mean, Thank Emerald Lagasse's show was huge as well, but didn't quite Bam. host this many shows. Uh, the guy who hosted this many shows was Bobby Flay. All right, Christine. And Christine knew that one. Nice job, Christine. Ooh, yeah. Nicely done. Thank Bobby you. Flay, the correct answer there. We go to the first one. Hungry folks mobbed the restaurant Vesuvio in this TV series and were likely greeted by owner Artie Bucco. Mobbed. Mobbed was the key word. It's the Sopranos. Donna's the winner today. All right, let's all play the tiebreaker because I think I'm going to get the tiebreaker. I have a really good feeling. Dang, I wish it would have gone to the tiebreaker. Hey, we could always do double or nothing. You could get two points today. I'm not playing. (laughs) No. Thank you, Christine's jumping in, too. No. No. The Donna Support <laughs> Network starts calling in. Phones are going off. Like, don't let her do it. Hell no. One twelve, one ten is now our score. Donna just trailing by two. Here's a four fun tiebreaker. Are the three of you ready? Yes. Sure. Yep. All right. This comedic actress played Suki St. James. Steve, Melissa McCarthy, Gilmore Girls. Dang it. Damn he, it. You got it. I Boo! actually thought it was going to be you were going to let us listen to sound. And oh. I thought it was going to be Herman, Herman, Herman. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it might be the Swedish chef is what I had loaded in my head already. That's hey, awesome. uh, Christine, you won a prize. Congratulations. Thank you. Have, Thanks, Donna. Thank you. And have a great of weekend. Course. You too. Enjoy the weather. Thank you. Oh, and the leaves are going to be beautiful. Trees. Steve. Yes. Oh, you, I might prune. Trees? I think I'm going to prune this weekend. Are we supposed to be pruning? Uh, no, you don't have to prune. I'm going to prune. What are you pruning? 
I'm going to prune my trees. Are they still like twig like? You know what? Your your disrespect for what I have created, which many people are calling a mini arboretum, is hurtful. How many trees did you plant? Uh, I think in total I planted like 15. But let me say, what I want to do lot. is uh, just shape them a little bit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring them up. I'm bringing leaves up. I want to expose a little more of the trunk. We might have to cut off a big... You want to have one central leader for your trunk. You know, you want one. You sure. don't want two competing on a couple. I have a big decision to make. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be all hands on mm-hmm. deck this weekend. Get my freaking loppers out. I'll be lopping like a big nice. dog. All right. Congratulations. Don't congratulate me like that. <laughs> hey. So disingenuous. Oh, whatever. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Nope, just me. Doopie doo. Uh, Halloween's coming up fast. You might be wondering, can I eat the pumpkin I am carving into a jack-o'-lantern? Hmm. Hmm. Would you use the parts that you scrape out at the beginning? I guess you could... Technically, you could roast those seeds. Those seeds, okay, pumpkin seeds. But according to safety experts, the answer is no. Oh. You can use a pumpkin, a pumpkin, a pumpkin as a cooking ingredient or as a decoration, but not both. Both. Pumpkins are low acid vegetables. So once they're cut into and they sit at room temperature, pathogens will grow rapidly on the skin you know what's interesting about pumpkins is they're only is it the only vegetable that we only eat cooked maybe a potato would qualify as well but you don't ever see somebody setting out a veggie platter and there's raw pumpkin there's raw carrots cucumbers celery but never raw pumpkin we only ever really eat pumpkin in pie form Right? Well, squash. I don't think anyone's just noshing on raw squash or peas. Okay, and they're they're in that family, I guess. But is the only way that you've ever eaten pumpkin as a pie? Yes. So that's interesting. You telling me, and when you have a pumpkin pie, no, it's not healthy because there's a lot of sugar that goes into it. This is interesting. I've never thought this about the pumpkin until right now. Donna. I mean, like, I don't know what to do with you. Just wonder with me. <laughs> Lay on the blanket what in the else? yard and let's look up at the clouds. Okay, what else don't, what other vegetables do we only eat cooked? This is what I'm talking about. So squash, you're right about that. Okay. Potatoes. It's rare that we eat just a raw potato. That is true. But it, what's unique about the vegetable, the pumpkin, right? Healthy food. The vegetable, the pumpkin, only ever eaten in pie form dessert right interesting huh only or eaten you, when paired with sugar right like could pudding you, can you if i brought a pumpkin in here could i carve off a piece of it and then we just like eat it like we would a watermelon i think so they're largely hollow on the inside too what a peculiar vegetable <laughs> it's been hijacked for its nutrition has been hijacked for decoration and dessert i mean this is just the truth i mean i think animals eat pumpkin right 
I think you're probably right. I don't know if that's the greatest addition to this conversation because I, I think that they eat a lot of interesting things that wouldn't match up with how we eat things. Now, wait a second. Now you got me thinking. I know we got to go. What vegetables to eat raw or cooked? Okay. We'll do spinach. it after the break. I do. All right. Because this is sort of do. fascinating. All right. We once did a whole segment on, hell, we did two back to back on where do you keep your potatoes? You think we can't do something on pumpkins? Try us. That's next. Hi, Carrie. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Good talking to you, Steve. Yeah, nice talking to you as well. Thank um, you. Before the break, it just dawned on us. Like you've, you've mm. never eaten a raw pumpkin. A pumpkin is a vegetable. You've never eaten a raw one. It's been hijacked for dessert and decoration. We're not even sure of its nutritional value at this point. How about canned pumpkin? Is that already cooked, then like, canned? Like pumpkin pumpkin puree? Yeah. I think it's already cooked. Okay. But, like, it's just so bizarre that of all the vegetables, you just can't say, oh, there's a pumpkin. Let's eat it. Here, have a bite of this raw pumpkin. On the count of three, name the most useless garbage vegetable. Ready? One. Okay. You got one? Hang on Mike, a minute. Mike, you got one? Uh, Don't say it out loud yet. Yep. Wait, yep. hang on. Just uh, give me one more yeah. second. I almost need to pull up a list of vegetables now. <laughs> hang on. Just wait a second, Donna. Reset. Tell everybody the time and weather. <laughs> the time is 1048 a.m. Unless you're listening. Oh, I got it. On the, okay. All right. On the podcast. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Celery. Eggland. Okay. I, I heard Eggland. celery. Arugula. Arugula. Ah, you're yours. right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right, Mike. I wish I had thought of that. That's garbage. And I think eggplant. I love eggplant. Hi, eggplant, eggplant parmesan. Delish. Oh, and don't yeah. eat that raw. That would not be good. That's another one. I, anything from that gourd family, it seems. Eggplant, squash, pumpkin. We're not eating those raw at all. But you're. Uh, but the odd thing about pumpkin is you're, you're never eating it. It's never a side of pumpkin. You could have squash, cooked squash. But it's all like, what would pumpkin taste like if we just ate it and we didn't put it into a pie? Would you like to go get some? We need to get a pumpkin at this point. Yeah. Also a good seasonal beer, pumpkin. Thank you. Do you know that beer? I don't. Do I need to? It is good. If you like pumpkin flavored beer, Mm. it's good. Okay. Listen to this. Foods such as, thank you for asking, spinach, asparagus, mushrooms, potatoes, carrots, celery, and green beans, oh, that's garbage too, are much more nutritious when cooked. Who knew? That's funny because the old wives' tale was the is opposite. that, and all you old wives out there, you know who I'm talking to, <laughs> the old wives' tale is that if you cook them, you cook the nutrients out. That's what I thought. What about a green bean do you not enjoy? I'm thinking of them cooked. Yes. And like from a can, soggy on a plate. Okay. But if you get some green beans and you get some butter and salt on there, I really, really can like a green bean. My mom used to always get Jolly Green Giant. Remember he when he was an icon of television? I do. Ho ho ho. You know it'd be funny? To find out where where are they now? Um, like, like animated, a new campaign. like no no no, like just like a where are they now 
sketch of like where's Tony the Tiger? Where is cute. the Jolly Green Giant? Where are all of these? Green Giant. Love it. My kids have no clue what that is. Oh, if you and they would that, love Sprout. Um, you don't even see Snuggle Bear too much anymore. Oh, yeah. I used to love commercials. That with would him. be a great movie. That would be a great movie just to get all these mascots. They've done a scene like this in Ralph Saves the Internet. Sure. Okay. Uh, or maybe it was the first one. Uh, everybody, or Wreck Ralph, Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where it was a bunch of like former bad guys, bad guys from video games, and they were all in a support group and they were talking, just like in the underrated Christmas movie Fred Claus. Fred is the brother of Santa Claus, and he is at a Brothers of Famous People support group. So Sly Stallone's brother is there. <laughs> That's funny. Bill Clinton's brother is there. That is hilarious. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny. It's a funny concept. You know who originally voiced Tony the Tiger? Wait, wait, wait. It's going to be Are we gonna play Thurl this game? Ravenscroft. Yeah, absolutely. Nicely wow, done. Wow, epic one. name. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good one. What? He did, uh, he did. Didn't he also do The Grinch? Yeah. You're a mean one. Yeah. Mr. Grinch. That's Thor. How do you say his name? Thurl Ravenscroft or Thur- Croft? Thurl? Thurl Ravenscroft. Thurl. Donna, Donna right now thinks I'm trying to say Thurl. Thurl. T-H-U-R-L. Thurl. Everybody loves Thurl. <laughs> Thurl, that's a name. Like it's, Rave, it's Ravenscroft's name. That's his first name, Thurl. All right. You don't believe me? You're going to type it in. No, I need to know the history of that name. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's so funny. People before the break thought oh, we're going to have to endure kind of a boring segment. They're going to be talking about pumpkins. <laughs> you didn't know we could make it more boring. By Donna midstream saying, I need to look up the origins of the name Thurl. They're either of the rear hip joints where the hip connects to the upper leg in certain animals, particularly cattle. What does Thurl mean? There's, I don't see that in the Social Security Administration. Well, I don't think it's one of the hot names this year. Thurl. Um, yeah, Thurl Night Football is coming up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thurl uh, Ravenscroft. Um, okay. Strong Fort. Yeah, let's... It's Irish. Oh, how nice. Um, okay. I'm Irish. What are some of the other voices that he did? There's a whole YouTube page of the voices that Thurl Ravenscroft did. Tony the Tiger was a big one. Did various... Think of big, old-time Disney, like big, big characters... He did a lot of those because of the booming nature of his voice. Oh, and uh, I Genie, think he maybe? maybe also did Baloo. Um, What's Baloo? Okay, nobody tell her. Okay. Baloo? <laughs> What's great about or this? Or Blue. Okay, so just like she thought I was trying to say Thorough, but I was mispronouncing it Thorough. Um, Baloo, not Blue. This is an animated character Okay, from a... Uh, a classic Disney animated movie from probably the 50s or 60s. Okay. There was a character named Baloo. Bambi? No. But you're, you know, you're in the targeted era. Cinderella? No. He was an outdoor creature. So this is a Little Red Riding Hood? No. That's a dumb... What a Riding Hood? What does that mean? Let's not do the origin okay, story all right. on that. <laughs> okay. Um, this... What if I told you Thumper? He's a bear. Does that help at all? Nope. <laughs> well, that is a shocking hint to not help. Um, Baloo 
from the movie. The uh, the the uh, initials are J B. Oh, the Jungle Book. I never That's saw it. that one. Yeah, Baloo, and he sings the bare necessities. Yeah, Look for yeah. the bare necessities. You don't know that song? Uh uh-uh. uh Blind spot. Wow. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love, oh. what is that, an oboe? Okay, this kind of rings a bell. And this was Phil Harris, by the way, not so Phil Harris. Oh, okay, he did some okay. other characters on Jungle Book, but not this one. Okay. Oh, John Goodman Thurl- actually did this movie, did this for the Jungle Book 2 as well. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. That's a good casting for that. Maybe I'll see that someday. Are you saying Baloo or Blue? Are you saying Thurl or <laughs> Thurl? How do you spell Baloo? Point is, guys, <laughs> you got to cook those pumpkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I think that's it. <laughs> You know it. All righty. When we come back, who's listening? Airline workers. If you are in the air, you work on a plane, meaning a flight attendant, a U.S. air marshal, Mm. or a pilot. Call us, 651-641-1071.